Good morning. It's Saturday, March 9th, a little after 8 a.m. Today's podcast, it's it's a little different, feels a little different. I have a little different energy about it, which is a good energy. Um, just feels a little different than normal. Normally, my podcasts are very uh, spontaneous. Like I, I may have a couple talking points for it, but typically I've thought of the agenda, not the agenda, but the topic for the discussion earlier that week, write two or three talking points and then just freestyle it. Today, it's a little different as last Monday, I got some feedback on the podcast um, from one of my friends and I get a lot of feedback on the podcast, which I totally appreciate. Most of it is very positive around, um, you know, this was a good message. I appreciate this. I definitely have had some around like the sound quality. Um, (laughs) My bad. Um, But I also get some things on some feedback that really sits with me. After my very first podcast, I got some feedback. The podcast was happiness and, you know, what makes people happy, what makes me happy, things that, you know, we can strive to be. Some of the feedback I got on that was around, and it's all love. I'm not saying anybody's name because I don't want to embarrass or make them feel uncomfortable. But it was like, you know, the message that you sent, it wasn't godly. Like it wasn't, it didn't talk about faith. It didn't, it gave the wrong message. It basically sounded like you were telling people to go do whatever makes them happy. And to some extent, yes and no. But I guess if you know me, you know where I'm rooted at. Uh, Just recently, this past Monday, I got some feedback, Monday or Tuesday, I got some feedback on a podcast that it made me think about it all week. And I already knew like, yo, this is what my podcast on Saturday is going to be about. So it was odd as I was thinking about it. But each week I had or each week, each day of the week, I was getting information that related to what I wanted to talk about. And one of my friends had given me some feedback saying, uh, am I open to doing podcasts on something different or opening up and getting off my normal theme? And in my head, I'm like, what? I've been open. I've been doing different things. But obviously, I don't say that. I'm just, what do you mean? Asking questions. And she had said, what about doing a podcast on not necessarily the motivation or the goals that you have now, but the thought process or how do you get people to start thinking the way that you think? And she didn't necessarily mean think like I think. She meant getting people to be more intentional about their thoughts and being more positive or being more directional, I should say, not positive, directional in their thoughts. Because a lot of times we can't even get to the conscious level to think about what we're thinking about. So I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about that. So as I thought about it, and some of you have already seen, I made a post with my, and I copied the last week's uh, Child's Play podcast on there. And I said, you know, if you have child steps, you've also got to have, or if you have, if we create Child's Play, we need baby steps. So basically the baby steps are the steps that we take leading up to where we are. And I'm going to personalize this and say the steps, the actions, the thoughts, the mentors, the ingredients, the the things that made me who I am, how I am today. I'm going to put these out here and give you some of the things that I read this week, some of the things that I heard this week, some of the things that I think are very um, 
applicable to this topic. So as I thought about it, it reminded me of, and I think I talked about this in one of my earlier podcasts, one of the messages I got about my story probably about eight years back and the message was it sucked. And with that, it wasn't that I had a bad story. It was that I didn't do a good enough job telling the details of how I got to where I'm at or what made me what I am today. So as I think about that, one of the things that comes to mind, and we've all heard it, is the term bloom where you're planted. And that sounds so cliche, but as I look at life, I literally feel like greatness can be cultivated or grown out of any soil. So when I say that, it, the reason I say that is we all have to start somewhere. And when you look at when you're starting, or even as you get through the process, it's never going to be perfect. Like life is, I personally feel like life is just a process. And in that process, you are either improving or you're digressing, you're going backwards. So if you look at life like that, and you're saying, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? A lot of times we have these conversations or we have more reflection time when we're at the bottom. And when I say the bottom, that's when you're not happy with yourself. You're, you're always thinking about how do I get better? Like, how do I get out of this space? This is bad. That's bad. Whatever it may be. But we have these conversations a lot more when we're at the bottom. I encourage you to have it wherever you're at. But at, when you're at the bottom, you can't go any lower. So you should be asking yourself those really tough questions and literally ask yourself these questions. Are you proud of who you are right now? Are you proud of who you're becoming? Are you doing the right things? And I think those three questions should resonate with you. You should think about like, is that, am I, am I who I want to be? You're probably not, but you can be progressing towards it. Or you may see who you want to be and you know you're not putting any effort into becoming that person. That boils down to two things. One, you either have a victim mindset of, oh, this happened to me, so-and-so did this, so now it impacted me. Um, We're basically always the victim of something else or society or our environment or whoever's around us or the break we didn't get at work. Or the other side, and I wanted to go on a tangent with that victim piece because I hate that. The other side, let me back up. I dislike that, but it is a part of life. And a lot of times we have to go through that victim piece to get to the other side, that victor piece. And that other side being the victor piece, you start to look at the things that are happening around you and understand that you have control of it. You may not want to believe that right now, but you have some control over what's going on in your life. The choices you're making on a daily basis, whether conscious or not, are leading to where you're at. And if you're hanging around people consistently making bad decisions, you may think your thought process is okay. And that's where it's like, you literally have to be intentional around who you're around and what you want their influence to be on you. Because you can learn something from everyone. And I say that because I want you to start getting in the mindset of, okay, I'm at the bottom, how do I get up? As you think about that, are you thinking about the problems that you're having? Oh, I'm overweight. Oh, I don't have any money. Oh, I can't pay this bill. Is your attention going towards the negative part of this? Or, bingo, have you even thought about the other side? The solution. We look at weight. Let's take weight, for example. We've all had a place where we want to look better or be in better shape. So as I think about that, 
Are you thinking about, oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm out of shape. Oh, this hurts. Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. Oh, it's too early. Oh, I don't have enough time. Or are you thinking diet? Okay. I like apples. I like pineapples, mangoes. Okay. Yep. I like those. Exercise. I like basketball. Okay. I like (laughs) running. Those kind of things. Because you literally have to shift your mindset. And for me, initially, when I started doing that, it felt so uncomfortable because it was fake. Yep, I thought it was fake. I'm like, okay, talk positive all you want. I still out of shape. I'm still poor. I still don't have this, blah, blah, blah. But as I started to self-talk and speak more positivity into my own life, and at first, like I said, I didn't believe it. I didn't see necessarily the results I wanted to, but I literally started to talk myself into a new person. And excuse me, this podcast, because I am going to be drinking water as I go through it. But I started uh, self-talking. And the thing I found out is that's very important because legitimately, if you don't believe in you, most people around you, unless it's your mom or your dad or your brother or sister, they don't believe in you either. So push yourself to a point where that self-talk starts to change your mindset. And I think that self-talk begins typically when you're in a struggle. Because I heard something on a podcast that was sent to me from one of my friends. It was an Oprah podcast. And the gentleman on there said, your pain pushes you until your vision pulls you. So if you think about that, when I thought about that, until you hit that bottom point or that pain is so much that you feel like quitting, You haven't really stepped back and said, how do I get out of this space? I'm spiraling out of control. When that happens and you actually start blocking out time, intentionally or not, you start thinking about how do I get out of this space? It's almost like being uncomfortable. No one likes being uncomfortable. So you learn so much in that space. The thing is, can you keep that knowledge or keep those experiences with you to make sure you don't fall back into that? So again, keep that in mind. Pain pushes you until your vision pulls you. That pain is going to make you create a vision and make you see where you want to go and you're going to chase it. And this is what I'm challenging a lot of you to do. Create a vision. Matter of fact, scratch vision. Let's not even use vision because sometimes that word is scary to people. It's too big. Create a goal. And keep in mind, life is a process. It's never going to be perfect. Create a goal. If that goal is... I want to do 100 push-ups. If that goal is, I want to stop eating fast food. Whatever that goal is, set that goal. Make it 15 days, 30 days. And every day, I want you to put that goal or see that goal in front of you. And I'm working on trying to change your mindset here. Put it in front of you. Hopefully, you meet that goal, whether it's 15 or 30 days. If you don't, mark the day that you quit. What happened that day? Why did you quit or why did you break that cycle or why did you get out of your routine? The reason I say that is I want you to think about the process, how you started going through or to your goals. Were you intentional about it? Was it something you were just like, oh, I'm just not going to put myself around it? Whatever it may be, the process is always more important, like I always say, than the product. And if you can set goals and chase them or go after them, but have reflection time during those that time frame, you'll see different things about yourself that ideally 
make you a better person. So the next time you set that goal, you're going to say, oh, this is where I failed last time. I got to make sure I overcome this or I know this is going to be one of the struggles. These are things that we're not intentional about. But if you want to get out of the space that you're in, you have to start planning that you have to start doing that. Again, it's a process. It is definitely a process. And then as you set those goals, those smaller goals that you feel like, okay, I want to try to chase this by myself to start working on my own confidence. The other thing I'm going to ask you to do, and you can do it with those small goals, or you can do it with your larger goals, humble yourself. What do you mean, Zoe? What do you mean? Humble myself in what way? Find someone that you know. And I'm saying someone that you know, um, or it could be someone that you don't know. Because... It should be someone that's already accomplished that goal or someone that's moving in the direction that you want to move. One, I'm not saying they have to be your accountability partner, but if they're willing to, awesome. But ask that person, how'd you do that? How'd you get to where you're at? I personally think most people, if you ask them that, they're probably going to be, they're probably going to feel good about themselves. So it's almost a compliment to them. And they're going to be willing to give you some insight. If they don't, they're probably a jerk. But anyway, ask them like how they got there. What did you do? What were your challenges? And more importantly, this is the piece that creates work for you. What skills do they have that you do not have that you need to possess to get there? Sometimes it's not a hard, it's not a skill like, oh, I'm really good at analytics. Oh, I, it's not that. I can code. Sometimes it's simple things. And I say simple, but these are the most challenging. Obedience. Obedience, obedience, obedience. Consistency, endurance. These are all things, these are all matters of choice. These aren't anything you gotta go buy and get a trainer for. Hmm, This is free. It's gonna cost you who you currently are to get to where you wanna go or get to the person you want to be, but it's free. And that's something that kind of tying a couple things in here this week. And I don't know if it's because of this podcast or the the message I got about this podcast, but that's been weighing heavy on me. The obedience piece, obedience, like how do you stay obedient and what are you staying obedient to? Because you can't just say, Oh, I'm going to be obedient about what, like, what are, what are you stepping out of line on that you need to be more obedient about? You got to be very consistent about that. But back to the, the goal setting and speaking to people and changing your mindset. Talk to these people and you're probably going to hear things that you don't want to do. But at the same time, <laughs> just because you don't want to do it, understand that that choice of not wanting to do it is the reason that you're not where you want to be at. Most successful people or most people that are on most people that are leveling up or moving in a, a positive direction, they're doing things or they had to do things that they didn't want to do because it wasn't easy to improve their skill set. And I think that's that's also something I heard from the, the podcast earlier this week. It talked about you can't become what you're or you can't have what you're not willing to become. So when you look at that, if you want to become a millionaire, a successful business person, a faithful follower. You've got to think about what that means. You can't be a faithful follower, but out partying with your friends all the time. 
You can't be a multimillionaire successful businessman if you have the habits of someone who makes $25,000. And I'm not saying money is everything or how much money you make, but a lot of times the habits of those individuals that have the things that we desire are very different than what we what our habits are. So you've got to look at that and think about that. And these are the things that you have to be intentional about when it comes to thought process, if you're going to change your, your thoughts. So as we get back to this thinking about like this, just the, the changing of your thought and the baby steps, you know, looking at where you're currently at and saying, okay, I dislike it. I don't like where I'm at. I got to change this. I don't like this, that, and a third. We've already talked about how you change your your conversations with yourself to not that I don't like this, but this is what I want. This is what I'm going to chase after. This is what I desire my life to look like. Because you're going to get to a point or actually you get to the point today. If you don't like where you're at, understand this. You have three options. You can stay exactly where you're at right now. You can continue to complain about it and watch nothing change. You can change your perspective on what you're doing as far as if you're, if you work at McDonald's and you work in the drive through window and you're talking about, I hate this, I work at McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. You change your perspective to say, I get the opportunity to change someone's day every time they come to my window because I'm giving them positivity. Is that an extreme example? No, that's real life. Look at where you're at and change your perspective on it. Or the third option And this is the one where I say you become a victor. This is when you start winning. I'm going to find something that sings to my soul. I'm going to find things that really make me happy, impact others, just change my current situation, may change your job, may change everything that you're doing. But that's that's the victor part right there. You're no longer a victim. You're actually the victor. You've made a conscious decision that I'm going to do what I need to do to fulfill my life's mission. In those three stages, I guess if you want to label them, you would have that continue to complain, not change anything. You're a victim. You're still in the victim state. You choose how long you stay there. That's on you. The second one, where you're changing your perspective on what you do, that's a positive change. I would say you're, you're now a chooser. You're choosing your, your, your mindset. And then that last one, you're choosing your destiny. You're, you're a victor. You're, you're winning now. And these are things that, you know, you, you've got to, these are three questions and three choices that you have to make. No one can make them but you. Hopefully you're, you're seeing what the different choices and decisions will get you in terms of your happiness and your, your internal or your feelings. So as you do that, I encourage you to look at your life. And this is something that I I did this week. And it was funny because it was more so for this podcast. Look at your life and see if you notice a trend of when you were most happy. And I I found a common theme in in my life. And one of the things that I've always been big on is winning. Like, I want to win. I'm super competitive. I want to win in everything I do. I want my team to win. I want my friends to win. Like, there's enough out here for everybody to win. So I started reflecting on not just well life in general. And some of the things that really stuck out to me as far as when I was happiest, my cousin, Seth, he's almost like my little brother. He is my little brother. I think about him 
And as a kid, sometimes we live together. We always live really close to each other. And he's probably gonna hate me for this, but I would always push him, like always. And it's it was always sports and fun relate. Well, fun for me. He's probably like, whatever, bro. But races. Seth, you're gonna race me. Seth, you're gonna race me. You're gonna race me or I'm gonna beat you up. Like that's how mean I was as a kid, but it was all in love. So we would race, but I think Seth was getting faster and that wasn't the intention, I don't think, at that point. Basketball. I would always take Seth to the court. We would always play. Typically, I think it started on Fern Drive. And we would always play, 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 play. Practice. And I, I beat Seth probably a billion times. But I think us playing made him better. The one time he beat me, well, the first time, I can't say one time because he would murder me today. The first time he beat me, he was like, I'm done. I won. I was like, nah, we're about to play again. He was like, no, I won. And even I look back on it, like, that's like a aha, like, yes, I was, I lost, but I was still happy that my cousin, he was getting better in his space. He was starting to be more competitive. He was, he wanted to win. He wasn't just playing because I made him play anymore. It was now like, if we're playing, I'm playing to win. Next step, I'm looking at my friend, uh, Banizak, Matt Banizak. Him and I practiced, I don't even know how many hours when it came to basketball. So I knew his skill set. I knew his first step. And like it or not, if we were at the rec center, if we were in a real game, if we were in a summer league game, I was almost disrespectful to opponents. Because if I knew Banzac could beat his man, my my verbiage <laughs> was very different. It was, go flat, Banzac, kill him. He passed it back to me. I'm like, man, kill him. And it was about him being able to take advantage of that situation and win. And I'm noticing a theme. Most of it, you're probably tying it to sports. But then I looked and I'm like, okay, professionally, personally, when were you most happy? I think those first two were actually personal stories as well. But professionally, I look at my my career. When were you most happy? And I looked at, okay, well, as a recruiter, when I was making the most offers or I was, you know, getting praise. As a leader, as I started to impact more people, it was when my team was winning. And yes, I had tough conversations. Yes, I was pushing them. Yes, I was challenging them to do things they didn't want to do. But when my team started winning and other people started looking at my team and saying, what are they doing differently? How did they get there? Of course, you give them the praise like, oh, man, they did it by themselves. But, you know, in the back of your mind, excuse me, they had the skill set, but they needed some kind of structure. They need some coaching. They need some some motivation, some inspiration. And those are things that for me, looking back, that's when I was happiest. You hear my dog in the background. Um, But when you think about this, Zoe, what does that have to do with getting to the baseline of my thinking? How do I change how I'm thinking to elevate my, my person? Listen to what I'm saying. Think about when you're most happiest. What were you doing? You gotta be intentional about this. Think about what you're thinking about. So now, I look at it and I'm like, okay, what are you doing on a regular basis to make sure those things that made you the most happiest are part of your life? Coaching, motivating, winning. I lead an organization that, I don't know, directly reports into me or in my organization, I should say, is 40 people. Overall, we impact a group that's 17,000 people. Yeah, we're coaching, we're motivating, we're winning. And those are the things that make you happy. 
Don't get me wrong. Like I said, there's no end game. It's not perfect. It's not ever going to be perfect. But the thought process of process improvement, how do I get better? How do I get better? You're going to have setbacks. Accept those. Learn from those setbacks and understand what you need to change. I talked about the small goal, 15 days, 30 days. Set the goal of no fast food or lose 15 pounds or, I don't know, do 50 push-ups. How many days did you last working towards that streak? What broke you? Great. Redesign your plan. Keep the same goal. Start over. Maybe you get a day a day further. Boom, you won. There's a win right there. Go back. Create the same plan. Map it out again. Where did you mess up? Hopefully it's a different mistake. Because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have errors. You're going to fail sometimes. Just don't fail at the same spot. Just don't make the same mistake over and over. You've got to look at that. And when I think about the process of getting better or the process of changing your thinking to, to get to a higher level, it's, it's always the same. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Life has like really, there's two, there's two parts of life, struggle and progress. You know, it's <laughs> take that two chain song now. Rainy days and roses. If you didn't have that rain, the rose wouldn't grow. If you didn't have your falters, your stumbles, you won't be able to get to that next level. But in order to do that, you've got to think about those and you've got to say, what can I change so I don't make that same misstep? And all of this has to do or has to start with your thinking. How are you approaching your day to day? How are you approaching your life? What are you thinking about? The negative parts of it or the positive parts of it? And I... I'm going to revert back or repeat something I said earlier. Doesn't matter where you're at in life. This is facts. You cannot have what you're not willing to become. And if you get a taste of it, you're going to lose it because it's not you. It takes 20 years to be 20 years old. So you've got to go through those processes. You've got to control your thoughts if you want to get to that next level. Get out of that victim state. Start being intentional about your thoughts and what you need to do to get to that next level. Your potential, your potential will always be bigger than whatever problem you're running up against. It's just, are you willing to be disciplined and obedient enough to see the glory or to see the fruit of whatever it is you want to see? Hopefully this helps. Hopefully I touched on the topic you wanted me to touch on. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Here in Florida, it's about 70. I think I'm going to go enjoy the beach. Be great. 